With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. My God, I look at what he does and where he's going to line up. This is a guy that, to me, has all the opportunity in the world to be the wide receiver 1.1. Always connect on those deep passes like they did last year. I'm like a centrist. Three catches, 40 yards, zero touchdowns. Then he goes nuclear. Yeah, just 10 targets, two, 201 yards, four touchdowns. That's the greatest hit I've ever seen. This it's Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. A player who is has done really well in RP. Um, and I was so gassed up for this dude. And I'm talking about Terry McLaurin coming into 2021 because I thought, okay, you know, finally he's going to pair with somebody who's just going to pound him with targets. You know, we got the magical beard. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick just going to be hammering this dude with targets. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, fell apart. Immediately hurt. So, Immediately hurt. Like, exactly. Did he even get through one half? I don't even think he got through a half. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. It was crazy. Uh, and Terry McLaurin, all this uh, all this gasoline I was throwing onto the, the McLaurin hype train just – it just blew up my face. Uh, but again, what did you see with Terry McLaurin uh, in charting his games from 2021? Uh, because again, there's just such negative vibes surrounding Terry McLaurin entering 2022. A lot of folks have said, ah, maybe he's not that dude. Well, I mean, we just talked about Carson Wentz with Michael Pittman. Carson Wentz is his quarterback now. Um, let's pause on that for a second and just talk about Terry McLaurin, the player. Yeah. Um, dude. Oh, Terry McLaurin is so good. He was <laughs> last year, 94th percentile success rate versus man, 94th percentile success rate versus press coverage. James, it went at he was at or above the, the average NFL success rate on every single route last year. He gets separation at every level while playing as a true X receiver. I feel it's great that you say like, Oh, people think he's not that dude. Uh, remember in 2017 and 2018, when people thought like Stefan Diggs might not be that dude. And then he yes. actually gets put in a good situation and Oh shoot. Turns out he's that dude. I feel the exact <laughs> same way about Terry McLaurin right now, as I did about Stefan Diggs when reception perception had him as the number one success rate versus man coverage player, number one success rate versus press coverage player in that 2017, 2018 run. Like, and then Diggs got in that right situation. Now with Terry McLaurin, we're, probably not in that situation here with Carson Wentz ah. commanders in 2022, but zero oh. question about Terry McLaurin, the player. However, let's, let's trend like 
let's try to see the silver linings about how this can slightly be better for Terry because you mentioned okay. it last year, like Ryan Fitzpatrick gone immediately and replaces him as ODU's finest Taylor Heineke. Um, oy. Oy. Yeah, and also, by the way, like I think we forget too that it wasn't just, you know, like did we lose Ryan Fitzpatrick immediately. You know, Curtis Samuel was never healthy last year. Logan Thomas, Lynchburg, Virginia's finest. He was uh, hurt all that. He was on IR last year. Um, Deami Brown didn't do anything. Um, Adam <laughs> Does he, ex- is he a real person? Deami Brown? <laughs> I heard someone like mention that he like dropped a pass in training camp the other day. So okay. no surprise there. Um, anyways, like, you know, the, uh, Antonio Gibson playing on like a broken shin. It was basically Terry McLaurin and the preseason boys last year for almost the entire year. And you know what? The data shows that Terry McLaurin was number three in percentage of routes doubled in reception perception um, behind Adam Davante Adams and Stefan Diggs. So like defenses knew there was one guy to take away. And this, James, this is this. this if, if there is one stat to perfectly sum up Terry McLaurin's season last year, it's this. Terry McLaurin was fifth in reception perception and success rate versus man coverage top five, but he was also number two in percentage of contested targets last year behind only chase Claypool. So he was getting open at an elite rate and still was being thrown into contested situations. God bless Taylor (laughs) Heineke ODU's finest, but he can't drive the ball down the field. At least Carson Wentz can drive the ball down the field. Maybe Curtis Samuel does something this year. I'm not, I'm keeping a candle lit, but not optimistic. And Jahan Dotson, though, I think is a really good player. Like all these guys yeah. being added does help a lot, I think. Um, no, you're right. Uh, the the there's been, you know, a, a pretty good steady buzz, I think, surrounding Dotson there in Washington. Um yes. and and nobody cares. No, nobody seems no to one. care. Nobody like it's like Jahan Dotson's a great player. None of you even care. I, it's crazy <laughs> that he gets I know it's because he plays with Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders, but right. John Dotson's gonna be good, man. He's gonna be really good. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, it's interesting, you know, um, I, I think what they are lacking to me is I, and I love, you know, I love Terry McLaurin, but godly at some point you need to get some size in, in the wide receiver or in the pass catching room, you know, Dotson small, Curtis Samuel small, Terry McLaurin small. Um, and it's, and it's great to kind of like have some of that, but man, at some point you got to get a big body guy. Um, because sometimes you just need that guy, you know, football's all about strategy. You know what I mean? It's like, if you have these chess pieces that you can move around, but when I look at Washington's offense, they don't have that one dude. Um, and especially for somebody like Carson Wentz, who a little scatter shot, you know, probably yeah. not going to take, <laughs> not going to take full advantage of somebody like Terry McLaurin, who, again, as you say, great route runner separates for days, man. Uh, but you got to get that ball out and on time uh, and in an accurate spot. Is is Wentz that guy? I don't really know. And I do think as well that this team will have a proclivity to to run the ball and kind of feature the running backs too, you know. Jaden McKissick, I think, will get some work. 
Um, you know, they, they spent a pretty high draft pick on Brian Robinson, a third rounder, I believe. Uh, Antonio Gibson, as you mentioned, was dealing with that shin uh, all year long. So excited to see what he could do uh, if he is healthy. Now, they did lose um, a terrific offensive lineman in Brandon Sheriff, but, mm-hmm. um, but they did replace him, I thought, pretty well. Uh, Andrew Norwell in like an unofficial trade in Jacksonville. Uh, and then Trey Turner, you know, as well. Again, I don't know how much Trey Turner all, has all left in the old tank. Panthers guys. Ron Rivera <laughs> does not realize that there was any other NFL players under the guy other than guys he's played with in Carolina. That's such <laughs> except a Carson oh Wentz, my gosh. Except, except Carson Wentz. That, that is such a good point. I forgot about the Carolina connection. Oh my gosh. That Dude, is it's, oh it's my gosh, everywhere. That's right. it, it's it's every it's Curtis Samuel. Former Panther, right, um, right, right, right. You know, right. any anytime you ask Ron Rivera about his running backs, he either calls like <laughs> J.D. McKissick or Antonio Gibson, like Christian McCaffrey, like, or I know he's he's related, uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson to Jonathan Seward, D'Angelo Williams, oh, like no. it's cra- it is great. Uh, I can't even. Believe- How's Cam Newton not on this roster? How's Cam not on the <laughs> roster? Um, and to- Marty Herney's in the front office. Marty Herney's in the front office, former yep, Panthers yep, GM. Yep, yep, and yep, yep, I will yep, say yep. that I will, to one more Panthers connection. I do actually kind of like offensive coordinator Scott Turner, who by the son of Norv Turner and was the play caller for one year in Carolina before Ron right. got fired in 2019. Correct. And correct. Turner's Turner's offenses over the last three years have ranked 17th, 9th, and 6th in plays run. And these teams have averaged a rushing percentage of just 39. Like they Turner, even though we think of R- Rivera as kind of like a a bully ball head coach, like a, a yeah. kind of a not quite Mike Zimmer, old curmudgeon boomer esque, but we think of no. Rivera that way, right? Sort of. They, his teams actually have under Scott under Young Turner, Scott Turner have played fast and have tried to throw in the ball at a really high rate. The the only year they've slowed down was last year when they had Heineke in the preseason boys. Right, right, right. Okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. All right, so yeah, um, I, I, I don't know what to do with Terry McLaurin uh, in 2022, but, I, you know, I feel like he'll fall to you um, yeah, because you there's no, him. there's absolutely no buzz uh, surrounding Terry McLaurin right now. He's, uh, you know, top uh, top 45 player, according to Fantasy Pros, the wide receiver 16. Uh, ESPM has him ranked at 40 overall, so you know, I don't think anyone's going to be reaching for him, but at the same time, it's like, if I get him in the fourth, fifth round, I'm not going to be mad about it either. You know, I mean, yeah. again, he did not have an exciting season last year. There's no question. You know, he had 130 targets, just a 59% catch rate because again, quarterback play was so bad, just 1,053 yards and five receiving touchdowns as well. So again, nothing exciting at all you stretched out over 17 games and it's like all right how many how many games did terry mclaurin actually help you you know what i mean um it just wasn't that many i I think he was a solid contributor but man there were definitely some weeks where he hurt you because that offense was so bad oh my gosh